Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. And today we have a repeat guest, oh my God. Kelsey Dara. Thank you so much for having me back. Oh I my had God. so much fun last time I was on here. I'm so excited. I was, I honestly like, not that I don't get excited when I like see who's coming as like the guest for one week, <laughs> but like there are times where I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be so easy. It's and so we're nice. so good at talking. Incredibly good. There's nothing worse than when you get a guest who's like, doesn't know how to go with the punches roll oh. with the flow when- oh yeah no it's that or when anyone doesn't understand your sense of like humor and oh, then you're like oh yeah, shite. yeah let awkward. me adjust this i just had to interview a very professional person for my podcast oh, wow. and i put on this like different persona because i was like trying to impress her and it just it was fine but 
she was so important that I felt like I had to change my yeah. demeanor to talk you, it's to her. A, it's the blazer personality where oh it's like, even God. if I'm not wearing a blazer, <laughs> I'm acting as if like I have a blazer on and a pantsuit. You nailed it. I yeah. acted like I had a blazer yeah. on, but like a cute fashionable one, mm-hmm. but still but like you're, blazery. Well, guys, uh, if you're new here, this is an advice podcast. And if you want to be on an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Should we get into the calls? Let's do it. Give some advice. Yeah. Hi, Megan. Hi, Melissa. Um, I'm calling uh, because I have been having a little bit of a problem with my boyfriend who I've been dating for um, almost three months now. So we see each other about every day. Um, and we probably have sex about every other day. Uh, we have sex a lot. And about every time that we do, I will go down on him. And he still has not gone down on me. And at first I thought, okay, maybe he just, you know, isn't yet whatever. But I brought it up to him a few times, just like, hey, maybe you want to. And he would say cute little things like, uh, for your birthday. So I was like, okay, whatever. But then today at work, I was listening to one of your podcasts. And a girl was talking about how she had a boyfriend who would not go down on her. And um, she had to explain, like, the female anatomy to him. So I brought it up to him today, and I was just like, you know, some girls have a harder time getting off with penetration. So I was trying to explain to him, you know, how it would be really beneficial to me and such. But um, he was just, like, apologizing, and he said something about, he has a he had gag reflex, and I told him that I would be prepared. You know, it would not taste bad. Everything would be okay. It was like, you don't have to go full in at first. You can, we can go at it slow. I'll instruct you. It doesn't have to be a nervous thing. Like, like we talk about, we're very open with each other um, this soon to the relationship. And I also feel like I should point out that I am his first girlfriend he's ever had. I'm his first kiss. I'm obviously, you know, his first person he's had sex with. So I I think it is just him being nervous because he's never been in a relationship before. He's never um, done anything. And I am more experienced than, I, uh, than he is. So I think that is playing a part in it. And I do, I love him. I don't want to break up with him just because of this, because he did say tonight that he would try to work on it. I just, want to know how to talk to him without like him feeling like he's being pushed so yeah that's about it and i hope you guys can help thanks bye you love him after three months wow that's like that's mm. that's like major and how old did they say I don't, they didn't say she didn't say i feel like it's a little bit younger yeah i would th- i would think so i would yeah. think like late Although, teens early 20s i do know a friend that was dating a guy who was 30 and she was his first girlfriend. Okay. But like not first kiss. Like he's not her, first kiss, but first relationship. They're first every. She's mm-hmm. his first ever. But how often are you going down on girls when you're not in a relation? I mean, it's probably not enough. Like, right? I think like I never had like one night stand kind of mm. things. Like I like had slept with like people I knew like mm. one time and then was like, yeah, well, never again. But like <laughs> I still knew them. Yeah. But I literally like think about that. I'm like, I would be so fucking if you have one night stands. I'm like, you're not going to. Wow. Which is this. weird because 
I feel like with blowjobs, I'm like, watch this. Oh, like, yes. let me show you yes. what I can do. <laughs> this is a one night stand. Yeah, world, I'm like, I'm gonna make you fall in love with me. Yes. But I also didn't. It didn't phase me if they didn't go down on me because I'm someone who doesn't really care for well, fellage. Oh, okay, it's fine, but that's not my preference. Okay, um, so it never bothered me. But I would always take note that like. I was actively going down way mm-hmm. more on dudes than they were ever going down on me. Which, why? I know. It's, yeah. It's, it's, I've been, I've been incredibly lucky that I've mm. never, I've never been, like my first boyfriend when we were 16 went down on me. Like, I've never dated someone who hasn't done that. Yeah, mm. I don't think I have either. I've never yeah. even slept, yeah. even like people I've slept with like singular mm-hmm. times. Wow. So, hey, good for you. It's not always great, yeah. but like. <laughs> Sometimes you're like, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so she basically wants to know how she can teach this guy because that's obviously what it is. is yeah. She's never done it. And he mm-hmm. doesn't know how. But and the gag reflex is like, weird I'm You don't like put a pussy in your mouth ma- like yeah you don't put it down yeah, your you're throat swallowing anything <laughs> yeah. the way we do yeah. first of all yeah i think she said she's like i'll prepare and like he's afraid that it's gonna like taste bad or whatever and like i just like ugh, i know you really like this guy and i think like you're being great about this but i think like you're i think you're being you're being a little i think you're being a little too nice in the aspect mm-hmm. that like his worry and fear is like mainstream media told him that vaginas are gross kind of a thing mm. and like you don't need to like coddle that because mm-hmm. like I don't think that needs to grow up. Yeah. And like that's an himself. offensive it's an offensive thing to say yeah. to the girl mm-hmm. that you're dating is that you're like afraid that like you're going to gag and it's going to yeah. be really gross. And like that's not your like that's not you like your cross to bear to be like, oh, like, don't worry. Like, I'll like keep my stuff all like nice and clean. Like, I understand yeah. that you're afraid or whatever. Like she's be- going and she's going down on him, too. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just a little one sided in that sense. And I can get like if he's like nervous and uncomfortable, but there's also a way to like be nervous without like saying things that like I you didn't sound Don't like you were offended but yeah. yeah but it turns into like something of like oh this is like a thing that's gross you about think. your body and it's like I don't thing. know and like I have gay friends who've like gone down mm-hmm. on girls <laughs> they didn't enjoy it but like they it. did it so you gotta get over the fear you yeah know? like I feel like that's gotta be the and you you know what I would do I would fully just sit on his fucking face. Yeah. I would just do it. I would literally like when he's yep. underneath yeah. you, I would just roll up, undo my pants and fucking sit on yeah. his face. Yeah. I I mean, I would honestly do that too. Maybe have him watch some like girl on girl porn, like have it be something that's like sexy because if he's not super sexually experienced, I don't know if then the only like sexual like media and stuff that he's been consuming has been like super heterosexual yeah, which is yeah. like oh i'm gonna like fucking i'm gonna like mouth fuck this girl until she cries and like all of that <sighs> stuff that he's not seeing like that like oh this is also about you kind of a thing mm. and also if you and like you said you explained to him that like hey it can be harder for girls to come penetrate sex if you are faking orgasms stop, stop it because that's also i could stop see him it. being like well i mean I don't like need to. yeah we're already getting there and you're like no i've been lying this whole yeah, time like, i haven't come once another. because that should also be like the if you're hooking up and like orgasms are the end goal for both of you it doesn't always have to be no. but if that's the goal for both of you in that moment and you're not getting there, like he shouldn't feel good walking away from the situation. Like, yeah. okay, well, we all like, and like, is there anything? There's nothing more attractive to me than when someone says what they want and mm-hmm. yeah. like I, I'm by and I, I was hooking up with a girl who just was so vocal, more so than I've ever mm-hmm. heard. I was like, oh shit, this bitch knows what she fucking wants, yeah. and it made me feel a little bit like 
inadequate? Like, am I doing things right? And so I think there's a, a balance of saying exactly what you want because I'm going to tell you this. He's not going to be able to do it right the first time. No. There's every guy I've ever been with that, like, I'm comfortable to have that open conversation yeah. where I'm like, oh, ow, that's my butthole. Or like, don't do that. <laughs> yep. Like, you have to teach them, unfortunately, because mm-hmm. guys just don't know how to do that. And women kind of don't want it. Just, everybody's, every yeah. pussy's different. So there's mm-hmm. going to be, you are going to have to do a little bit of that emotional labor of like, once he gets over the fear of actually going down there and doing it and getting over his ego of clearly worrying that yeah. he's not going to know how to do it. Mm-hmm. He's not going to know how to do it. Yeah. So maybe there's like some way of opening up that dialogue of even just being like, look, it's going to be weird and uncomfortable. And you can bring a little bit of like humor yeah. into it. Sometimes like we don't laugh enough during sex. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And I feel like maybe just opening that dialogue up of like, you know, it's going to be weird and it's going to not be right. And mm-hmm. let's just like see where we land yeah. the first time might ease his fears but yeah, yeah don't let him put it on you i would also this is my i give this advice all the time buy the book she comes first there's papaya on the cover and just read <laughs> it when you're around him it's such a, like a sexual cover and title that he's then gonna read it and then understand it more because i think like him apologizing and being like oh i'm so sorry like kind of in my mind it, or how i took it is that he didn't really know that women aren't necessarily coming from penetrative sex so this is a book that like there are step-by-step instructions. There is mm-hmm. like, this is how you do it. Because if he's not, he has to actively go find like things that talk about how to do it. Like if he's like, I don't even know where to start. Like that's like, hey, like let's like mutually masturbate. Like look how I get myself off mm-hmm. this way. Like this is like, if you want to use like any sort of like toys, like use like a, like a mm-hmm. something. And then he like doesn't have to like fully go at it. And like he can just like assist and aid mm-hmm. and like, make it like a fun sort of thing. Fingers are a thing. Yeah. Um, but I think like you need to like not apologize for like your body yeah. and like not apologize and like reassure someone that like you're going to do things to not make it gross because that also implies that like it yeah. is gross and like you could it's be not. gross and it's not at all. And like I'm understand you want him to be comfortable, but there's also a level of like just like built in like male mm-hmm. like things that happen and like I think like everyone needs to like yeah you just need to be like yeah no this is not happening I always say if you can't handle the taste of a pussy you don't deserve to be around a pussy a pussy's gonna taste and smell like a pussy period and also like have you smelled your balls dude right like also you remember okay Mm -hmm. so I have this theory (laughs) and it's actually it's not even a fucking theory it is literally a fact that has now been proven that I think like sweaty like sweaty not like actively sweaty but like post sweaty mm-hmm. sweat has dried balls smell like the dry craft macaroni and cheese mix huh and what was the science thing yeah it's like the science of it somebody sent us an article huh. after she said at one time that the chemical reaction for sweat huh. on balls and like men is like the same as no. the smell for I found that out about that's why your pet's feet smell like Doritos. Mm. You ever smelled like the pads on a dog's foot? They smell like Fritos and Doritos and it's the same thing. so funny. This is an educational podcast. It is. God. Yeah, but I just think about it in that sense that I'm like, that's like, there are so many things that we do that like on paper, they're not necessarily like the... I don't know like you we can get over anything and it's just like I girls aren't taught to be like oh wow like no like the, the it's so gross like I can't no do it. it's, it's like, like swallow no, it yeah, put it in exactly your lungs. like you're you're not like if you're gonna be you a spitter like spitters yeah. are quitters versus guys where it's like yeah no like I'm like 
I'm a what is his fucking name? Uh, the, 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 DJ Khaled. Yeah, oh. being like, yeah, no, fuck that. I'm not gonna eat that. Like, oh, what? Like, that's that not a cool thing. thing. No, it's not cool to not eat pussy. Dude. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Which The Rock told him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, thank my God. God. The Rock. Yeah. Really dude, that can you imagine bitch. sitting on The Rock's face. Oh my gosh. It feels like it would be so uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I feel like it would be. So also, but he's so smooth. Like his he's, head is so smooth. I don't know. I feel like it would be like sitting on a saddle without jeans on. <laughs> on his head? Yeah. Like just <laughs> he has sharp features. Like hard. Yeah. Every part of his body is hard. Mm. But yeah. Mm. The rock. Can mm-hmm. you imagine? Moment of silence. For oh, I know. Good. Thank God. you. <laughs> okay. Well, let us know how it goes. Um, and but, if you guys are having sex every other day. Yeah. It's fucking time. Yeah. Maybe you'd stop until you're like, mm. hey, we need to get a over protest. this. Like, we love a protest. That yeah. one girl that was like. Grab him by the head and say, eat, eat my, my pussy. pussy. <laughs> I, like, I love that. And also, yeah. like, if this is, if, know that also if this is the way that you come, which, again, same. I've come from penetrative sex, like, probably, like, Once less than five life. times. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And so that's how I'm going to come mm-hmm. is from someone going down on me. And I'm, if we're not meshing and you're not doing that, that's like, gonna be a long it's a deal breaker. Problem. And it's not your responsibility yeah. to then like change your anatomy no. and figure, and then you have to mm. suddenly fake coming. So like, if it doesn't happen that way, like you're not a bitch for being like, this is something I need in a relationship. Amen. So let us know how it goes. Please. Praying for you and your pussy. <laughs> Prayers for pussy. <laughs> Prayers for pussy. <laughs> Love that. That's my 2020 slogan. <laughs> there you go. Next one. Hey, Megan and Melissa and guests. So I was just calling because I have a slight dilemma. So I'm 18. Um, I just finished my first year of college. And um, I am sleeping with this guy at my job. And the problem is he, so I was, I've been working with for like a year now. And me and him were like just friends. It was nothing serious at all. Like we were just friends. I was trying to set him up with one of my friends. And he was trying to set me up with one of his friends. And he ended up getting his friend a job, like, where we work. And um, I, like, met him, and he was super nice. And then I gave him my number, and we were talking for, like, a while, like, a couple weeks, like, just FaceTiming and texting. And then he kind of just ghosted me. But, like, we would see each other at work, and it would be like, oh, hi, hi, and that was it. And then his friend, like, the guy who was working there that was setting me up with him, started hitting on me and then we started talking more and um I went over to his place to hang out and we ended up fucking and it was great best sex of my life even though that's not saying much since I'm 18 and um the problem is his friend is no longer ghosting me and is talking to me again and I don't know if they like if he told him that we did or if he didn't tell him that we did and like there's this other guy at my job that I already slept with like months ago and he wants to do it again, but it was terrible. So I'm never doing that again. So I just kind of keep dodging him. And I kind of don't know if they like talk back there because they're all kind of just friends. And like, I don't know if anyone has said anything and I don't, just don't know if I should keep talking to the friend or keep talking to the guy that was trying to, that I did sleep with, not the first guy like some months ago, but the guy that was the best sex of my life. Or if I should just not bring it up and keep doing it and then go back to school and pretend like it never happened. So, um, any advice would help. Thanks. Wow. Good for you, first of all. I also, I don't know why my mind went to. She works at Dairy Queen. Oh, my God. I thought, like, Pizza Hut. I thought Applebee's. (laughs) Where they're all in the back. Yeah. It has to be something like that. It has to be because... 
a corporate situation like that oh, yeah. gets fucking messy. Mm-hmm. And that's from someone who yeah. literally fucked her entire office at one point. Oof. Like, you gotta keep it at, like, a job you don't care about. Yeah. Because the second you start to intersect a job you care about with sexual relationships, trust me, no one is an exception. No, with no. Role, it will get fucking messy. And you just gotta know you can handle that. I just also can't work if I, like, have a crush on someone. Because it's like you're basically, you're, like, I'm, waiting like- for them to slack you, like, <laughs> what are they getting coffee I'll get up and we no, we'll get coffee too at the same time it's like it's distracting yeah no so distracting uh I mean okay to be super frank and honest I think that the guy who's trying to set you, the one you slept with who is trying to set you up with the other guy I think him then hitting on you after the other guy goes to do is because his friend gave him the go-ahead mm-hmm. and the clear that he wasn't that into you anymore mm. I think that guy then slept with you, told his friend, and his friend was like, oh, mm-hmm. it was great sex because I'm sure he thought it was awesome too. Mm-hmm. And then I think he's also coming back around to try and hook up with you. Mm-hmm. To be super, super honest, I don't know if any of these people actually like you. Yeah. Like, we don't know that. But I don't, does she like any of them? That's, she, likes like the she, thir- she likes the third one. She likes the, the one she slept with. No, she sex. likes the one that that ghosted her. Oh. oh. But also you don't know that. You haven't slept yeah. with him. Yeah. I think like you just I think you should treat all of these people like like toys. Yeah. And that they, they aren't like none of these people are people that you're probably going to end up dating. Mm-hmm. Um, also, because unless anyone's really trying to, I think like your best bet to also to like preserve your like, I don't know, to like preserve the best sex. And then also like I don't I don't want to give up good sex for the potential mm-hmm. of sex mm-hmm. that might be good that you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. I would just stick with the guy that you've slept Bomb with. Sex. I wouldn't say that like I wouldn't put all your eggs in like oh we're dating. This is like a thing that this like I would take it as this is great sex. If he wants something more, I'll assess if I want something more. But I wouldn't go into it nah. assuming that there's anything more to it. Right. Because then also you said you can just go back to school. Yeah. yeah. And that guy that you're having bomb sex with, why wouldn't you want to keep bomb sex in? Mm-hmm. Right. And like for like you said, you have no idea what this other guy's motives are. They're, you have to assume they're all in cahoots. For oh, fucking 100%. sure. Right. They're and all like talking. and like if you start dating him, it's gonna be yeah. weird because you're like, I've already slept with his right. two other friends. Yeah. Right. And that's the other thing is I was gonna say, like, I wonder this is some shit I would do, which means it's probably not the right thing to do. <laughs> but I would probably go in there and be like, I suck yo dick, I suck yo dick and yo dick. Y'all all my bitches. Like I would go in there being like, I fucking own all three of your dicks. Yeah. But like that might not be the right thing to do because <laughs> you're wondering if you should say something. My instinct would always be to say something unless you think it's going to cause drama because then I feel like I would have more power over it. Yeah. If I'm, I'm the one in control of it. I think I but I think it's safe to assume that they all know. Like mm. I don't think yeah. you need to say anything. I think you can do like without saying it, you can walk in in the kind of way of being mm. like, I got all y'all dicks. Like mm. all of you are mm. like are here for me and like you have your pick of it. I don't think that means like switch between them. I would say like focus on like the physical stuff with the guy that you like. I think like that. Oh, like the texting and the FaceTiming and all of that stuff. I think it's pretty safe to say that like if he ghosted you once because of that and he's not immediately coming back and saying, no, like, hey, I'm so sorry I ghosted you. I had a weird thing with this other girl and like she came back into my life and like there was like a reason and excuse. He's just trying to pick it back up. That's mm-hmm. like, oh, no. my friend said like he got a bomb pussy. Which and, like, like good for you. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't deserve it. Oh, yeah. But like you, I stick with the guy with good sex because yeah. then also he's also like, I don't know, like he's, he's knowing that he wins and then he's also going to yeah. be giving it good. And uh-huh. then you're also like the girl that just is fuckable at work yeah unless unless you want to be that 
But also, she was trying to hook that guy up with her friend, too. So. Oh, yeah. What happened to your friend? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where is she? Yeah, that's a cross Becky? situation. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that is a little weird. But it sounds like you, this is all champagne problems. Like, it sounds yeah. like you're doing fine. Yeah. And you know your worth. And that's, mm-hmm. you seem very self-aware and, like, funny. And, and yeah. so you should have no problems with this. And summer's, like, over. So, like, you said you're going to go back to school. And, like, yeah, keep this, keep that dick on lock. Yeah. And just, like, be confident about it. I mm-hmm. think there's nothing to be ashamed of here. There's nothing to... There's no like huge problem sticking out at us. It's more like which dick do you want the most? Yeah, because mm-hmm. you could obviously have this other guy that is n- returning from Ghostland that mm-hmm. you could fuck, but maybe keep that card close to you. That might be something that you yeah. could like. That's the next long summer. Game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Keep keep that, more. yeah. Because keep if he ghosts on. you once, we know he can ghost you twice. Yeah. As serial ghosters. Halloween mm-hmm. is coming up soon. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for you though. Yeah. Hell yeah! Keep us updated. Get tested. Do you do? Too. Do you do updates? We do. We do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank God. But also, just please get tested and wear condoms. Yes. yes. I mean, oh make God. them wear condoms. Yes. And I don't know if you're on birth control, but you know, don't get pregnant with any of these babies because that's when we have the other. Yes. When the girls call in and be like, pregnant with my boy, like guy I dated, friend's baby, and like now I'm with the other. Don't do that. I know. Do you, do you think any of the don't blame me babies have been born yet? Yeah, oh there should be some that have been born. Oh, my Guys, God. if you're listening, please let us know. It's like these DM. moms mm-hmm. being like, bitch, I don't have time to call you. I, <laughs> I don't to listen anymore. Podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I have a child. <laughs> I have bigger fish to fry. Yes. Like, okay, fine. Uh, That's so funny. That is good. Should we go on to the next one? No. On to the next. On, on to, to the, the next. next. Hey, Megan. So I listen to your podcast all the time, and I'm kind of hoping that Melissa gets this call as well. Um, so I'm just looking for some advice. I'm 26 years old, and it's kind of the more I think about it, the more it's just a really immature situation that I'm calling advice on. But long story short, because I do have three minutes, um, I had a best friend. We were best friends for, like, 15 years. Back when we both had turned 21, I was seeing – uh, fuck boy, which is a long story in itself. And he ended up being like really psychologically, I guess, abusive, you could say, but would just constantly made me feel like I was insane. But every time I would go to her and try to reach out to her about the situation I was in, she would also make me feel like I was insane and like remark of like, he's such a great guy. I think that you're the one who's just trying to ruin this. And yada yada so anyway she started getting upset with me because I started separating from her because I realized that her friendship was also pretty toxic for reasons we don't have time to discuss and then she decided while I was still I still had feelings for this fuck boy but I was trying to move myself away from him in a really toxic situation which is a very slow process but she decided that one night she was really upset with me she started trying to text him, trying to get him to hook up with her. And, yes, I realized he was a fuckboy. There wasn't a relationship there. But I think the things that really hurt me was that when I called her on it because he had shared the text messages with me, shared what happened, which was also really negligent on his side. I guess negligent is the word. But just really toxic, overall toxic situation. When she... I confronted her. She said that it was because she just wanted attention. She knew it hurt me, but it didn't matter to her because I should have been paying her attention. So now we 
started, I hang out at a bar on occasions, attend some burlesque shows, drag shows, and she has started, like, coming around there and making friends with a lot of people there that I'm friends with. And she's telling everyone that she was the victim in this, like, victimless situation. She's saying a lot of nasty things about me that I chose her or chose a guy over her. And I just don't know how to confront the situation or if I should even bother. That's tricky. When you have a frenemy that's dragging your name. Yeah. Because you don't want to piss the frenemy off. Oh, this is such a tough one. Yeah. Oh, and also girls are so smart. Like, it's not like when a guy is like, oh, I'm going to tell my friends that you all sucked my dick. But it's, it's like, like when a girl welcome. can, like, yeah, girls yeah. are smart and conniving mm-hmm. as fuck. Yeah, because she's coming into your space, it sounds yeah. like, and trying to pick off. I mean, she sounds wild. Mm-hmm. She sounds like she wants to wear your skin. This or sounds, fuck you. Or fuck you. Yeah. yeah. It sounds... What's that... Um, was it a, like a Leighton Meester, Leighton the roommate Meester. movie? Oh, yeah. Yes. That's what this I is love Leighton me. Meester. Me too. Uh, what a hot bitch. So pretty. Talented. And she's married to Adam Brody. Yeah. I just like Blair and Seth. I love... Amanda. What a why? Amanda literally... Straight up, we could tell you could tell her something that happened ten years ago. And I mean, that happened like ten years ago. That response was no way. I'm like, but that they made it. They both made it through and are still working. Like they must have gone through so much to be together. But back to your problem. (laughs) (laughs) We could go on a real hard tangent with Gossip Girl coming back. Um, Uh, That what a bitch. Yeah, I I think like. It's one thing if you can separate yourself from her, but it sounds like your worlds are intertwined that you might not be able to do that. I think the thing that you, I think you're, I think my, my, I would say just ignore it. I wouldn't address it because the way that you've described her, uh, is like pretty clear that she's unhinged. Mm -hmm. But on top of that, the people that are in your life, you also, that, that you really trust and you love and you take like that you really respect you're going to figure out who of those people are good people by who believes her and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think like that's, it could be a quick way to weed out some people who are like just believing gossip and bullshit. Mm-hmm. And anyone who is like good friends with you and like knows your character well, or even if they don't, but is a good person is going to ask you about mm-hmm. it. And then you can tell your side of the story. And they'll make a judgment. Yeah. yeah. But I think like I've had like friendships end and people like say so much like crazy shit about me and then have people like hate me and like like go off on me and then have months later be like hey I'm so sorry about all of that they did that same thing that they did to you to me and Mm -hmm. like I'm so sorry I didn't believe you but I think it's just so much better to just be the bigger person because even if someone's not looking that far into the situation and they're just hearing her talk and talk and talk all this shit they're like well she doesn't talk any shit about you like this is like even if like what you're saying like wow this is crazy you'll start to be like oh wow and she's not saying anything back which makes me think that this is like your yeah. own personal vendetta. Exactly. And that it's tricky because there's a fuckboy involved who exposed her text messages. Like, no, she sent it. No, 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 he, he showed it to her. Oh, I thought she showed her. Which is crazy. Yeah. Because, like, what a little manipulative bitch he is, yeah. too. Yeah. To they like, deserve each other. Right? But, like, it sounds like even though you have feelings for a fuckboy, you know that he's a fuckboy. You know what you need to do about that. Yeah. And yeah. that is stop it. Mm hmm. Stop it or play him like a fiddle because it sounds like he playing you a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. But at least he showed her. Yeah. yeah. That's true. 
That is true. But that That's could be like he thing. doesn't want to lose her pussy. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I care about you. It's like, oh, it's I like, don't want to lose. Sh- I showed you after we had a text. I didn't show yeah. you that she texted me. I showed you our conversation yeah. after we did it. It sounds or like talks. you have a lot of power here, which is good. Yeah. Like, it yeah. sounds like this girl's obsessed with you and this guy's at your yeah. bending knee. So, like... It sounds like you have a lot of power. Just be careful how you wield that power because mm. there's nothing mm-hmm. worse than getting drugged down to her level with the drama. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to, like you said, it's going to be hard to be the bigger person, but it sounds like she's very capable of getting people in yeah. a position. And the fact that she also admitted to you that she just wanted attention, yeah, like that to like, me is so weird. I love attention, but she is. She's man. on a different level. A diff- she probably yeah. has some type of issue. That's, she should it's unhi- she's go exactly. figure out what's wrong with her. Yeah. I think you're right, though, in that like, you can't get dragged down to her level. And I think the best way to do that is to cut ties to the fuck boy because if you keep him around you're tolerating that kind of shitty behavior and you're not that I'm saying you're going to then do shitty things, but like everything just gets skewed. If you can cut them both out, you're not, neither one is going to be as tempting because it's both toxic. And Mm -hmm. I think that would be a really great exercise for you because like they're both toxic. Like she's a fuck girl. You're, he's a fuck boy. Like they're both fucking with you. And I say like, if you're going to cut her out, which I think you should cut him out too, because like they're both treating you bad. Mm Because like, how do you also like, I feel like maybe we're privileged because we live in LA and this is easy to do. Right. Like it's easy to drop friends, but I feel like if she's in a small town or in a situation that she can't necessarily drop her as a friend, how do you like navigate that when it's mm. not as easy? Because I feel like here you just take up a new hobby or you just yeah. fucking or like, just don't answer anything. Right. Yeah. Don't answer anything. Like you don't have to follow them on social media. And like, yeah. who cares? There's so much of that here. But when you're in a small town in a situation where that's going to be like the talk of this girl's life, because yeah. this girl obviously has nothing else better to do going on. How do you like, how, yeah, how do you get out of the roommate late Meester situation when that's, I mean, I dropped out of college, but I was also the one getting dropped as a friend. <laughs> and I was like, deuces, moving. Um, I mean, I think you do, like, take up new hobbies. And I think, like, if you have, you're saying that, like, she's infiltrating your work friends. Yeah, I think you can still crazy. be friends with your work friends because she doesn't work there. So she's not there all the time. So I think you can, like, focus on that sort of stuff. Or if there's friends that you have, like, if you went to summer camp and you have, like, an old friend from camp, like, maybe reach out. Or if you have any, like, long distance friends, if you're in college and your friends are in other colleges, like, across the state, maybe, like, for me, when I didn't have a lot of friends, like, long distance friendships where I, like, in, uh, that's where I invested my energy. Start a new show on Netflix. Like, mm. do, just do anything. And I have said this, all, like, I would rather have no friends than shitty friends. Mm. Like, I would rather be by myself mm. and have nobody and I say this as someone who like definitely had a lot of shitty friends. And then finally I was like, why am I doing this? Yeah, like, you don't have what's to. What's the point? Like, it's not yeah. like it sucks to not have any friends, but also like I'm going to go out of my way to make friends if I don't have any. And I'm not going to like just see like, oh, you remind me so much of that friend that I have. And they suck, but I'm just going to like completely yeah. be blindsided by yeah. it. But I think you just got to focus on like yourself and also like imagine like you learn a new language and like you have your shit together and this girl's just yeah. like bad mouthing you and you're like, I speak Latin now. Yeah, bitch. Dead you language yourself. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I, yeah, I, I, I vouch and I vote for cutting both of them. Both yeah. Of them for sure. Agree. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back right after this. 
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time, and I just got my... I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, a, a secondary of my package, and I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods i cannot sing their praises enough specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there oh and and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating, hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends 
with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tens, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only nine dollars. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited for someone who like... You know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work. 
which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Well, guys, we're back from the break and it's time to hop into the rest of the calls. Yay. Hi, Megan. Uh, love your podcast. Um, just calling in with a relationship issue. Um, so I'm 21, live here in the U.S., but um, I'm currently in a BDSM relationship. 
um, with a guy who's a few years older, but we met online, and he actually lives in Australia. So um, definitely a bit of an issue. Um, we usually just interact um, through an anonymous like texting app, so no like personal information really has been exchanged. We just engage in an online-based relationship, and it's been really good um, for both of us so far. But I don't know if it's a me thing or maybe just like a girl thing, but I um, easily get attached and I can feel feelings starting to develop. Um, It's been about three months um, since we started and he's just a really great guy, Um, not just about like sexual things, but he just really makes me feel cared for and special um, and like he really wants to be there for me. Um, but it's just hard, you know, since it's long distance, first of all, um, big time difference. Um, and I don't know if we'll ever get to see each other and meet in person, like physically. Um yeah, and I think that's the issue that I'm struggling with. Um, like I said, there's starting to be feelings, and I do want to meet him and to see him if it's feasible. Um, but I don't know if he would want that or um, if it's even possible. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if I should tell him and just talk about it because it's kind of hard to discuss these more serious things, like, just over text. Um, And I also don't want him to, you know, like, not feel the same way and then me feel like a fool for even thinking that he would want something like that. Um, But, yeah, I just really want to know if it would be feasible or if I should maybe pull back a little bit before I get to her. Um, But, yeah, that's the gist of it. Um, Anything that you can say or any thoughts you have on it would be very helpful so thanks love you it's like an online bdsm relationship yeah, i was trying to think about that i don't i'm not educated enough to dom n- situation so like yeah. emotional dominance or financial dominance or that's what i'm trying yeah because it's not physical uh-uh. or is it mastery like, type slave shit where mm-hmm. it's like back and forth or like go do this thing send me a yeah. picture kind of thing yeah I would think. Yeah, me too. Or even just like role playing via online. That like sexting, but like yeah. in a BDSM sort of way. Um, my advice is shoot your motherfucking shot because he's in Australia, right? Mm-hmm. And you're in the States and you don't have any plans to do that unless you have plans to do that. Mm-hmm. Always shoot your shot. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you because you don't. If it doesn't work out well, there's, yeah, there really is no stakes. And like you saying like, oh, like, I don't want to feel dumb. I mean, hate to break it to you. (laughs) It's just, it's an inevitable thing. And when you tell someone that you have feelings for them or whatever, I always think, and I always say that it needs to be because you want to say it. It's not because you want a certain response out of them. Like Mm. if you only like someone and you're only comfortable saying it because you know they feel it back, like then 
that's then it's you don't like them enough to feel like mm-hmm. you need to tell them like then I would say just move on but if you're if you're truly just like way too afraid and uncomfortable to do it then you have to like ghost him and like quit talking to him yeah. like there is no option in which like there's no me I'm not gonna say like oh wait three months and then he'll definitely feel the same way like if he feels the same way he already feels the same mm-hmm. way and if he doesn't, he's not going to. So like mm-hmm. shooting your shot again, like you said, no stakes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would also be smart about it. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know what you, you also, you know, a side of him and he knows a side of you. You as much as like, I don't, yeah, your, your time difference is you think it's mostly on a, like an anonymous texting app. Yeah. So you're really falling for like just a portion of somebody. Yeah. So I would also say if he does reciprocate and you I, you guys are like, yeah, what if he's not what you want? Yeah, I, I would say like do get a lot of information before you would end up if you eventually met up. Like get like full name. Oh my get, God, like, yeah. Get like face. Pictures. Get all of like. Multiple photos. Background check. Do all of yeah. that kind of stuff because like you don't want to end up in a dangerous situation. Not that I'm saying that like anyone who's involved in this culture is a dangerous situation but it's, definitely but it's just more of the anon like right a relationship with anyone anonymous regardless of yeah. how that relationship has like come to fruition you have to be careful because yeah you're seeing what they want to see yeah mm-hmm. that's like a lot a lot of times on like catfish mm-hmm. when they they're actually the real people that they say they are and then they date afterwards it doesn't last mm-hmm. that long because they're only seeing a certain yeah. portion yeah. of who and they are that's part of the sounds like the kink of what you're doing is that it's anonymous and mm-hmm. maybe the tabooness of it is what's keeping it sexy and if you remove that veil you have to be comfortable with knowing that you might lose this kink partner too so mm-hmm. knowing that like you're setting yourself up how much do you like this person are you okay with losing them and this what seems like specific type of kink uh, relationship as well you know what i mean yeah. mm-hmm. like if if he's like oh my god no this is an anonymous thing like what if he's married yeah that's and like a, yeah you know has a whole ass life and this is his way of staying sexy mm-hmm. and making it work is you have to you have to consider all scenarios that could yeah. be true like i guess we didn't hear how much she actually knows about this guy no mm-hmm. all that you mostly talk on the anonymous texting app which if you're still talking in an anonymous texting app Move. that's and I would say I move it to yeah. messaging or and WhatsApp or something. I'm not super familiar again with like the BDSM community and I don't know what your experience has been. And maybe if it's something that like you've felt kink shamed and you haven't found a lot of support. And so you found someone through this app who's into the same things as you. And that's really enticing. I think kinks are like everyone's into so Mm -hmm. many different things i think if you're looking to pursue a relationship with someone i don't think an anonymous based app is the place you're going to find like-minded people who Mm -hmm. are looking for that too Mm -hmm. i think like that's like you said that's to me in my mind where people would go if they don't want it to like come to their real life quote Mm -hmm. unquote like they want to keep it really like sectioned off but there's like bdsm like groups and Mm -hmm. clubs and like local based things where you can like meet people Mm -hmm. face to face or like have a little bit of like it's a safety within that community but it's not um it's not people there aren't like that's in my mind I would see that as being a place that you could end up dating someone who's also into the same things as you but I think like as I'm I'm all for like like shooting your shot and going for it and trying but I think like 
knowing that there is a high likelihood and a high chance that he's on an anonymous app for the reason mm-hmm. that he doesn't want it to get more personal than that. Um, Step and, one is like try and move it off that anonymous. Yeah. And just see how that goes. And if he's like absolutely not. Oh, that's a good take call. Take it as a sign of like yeah. we should keep it here. And then if you can handle that, mm-hmm. keep it. But if you can't handle that, then yeah because it's anonymous so who cares that makes total sense like if you can get him to whatsapp you and then maybe it's exchanging more information Mm -hmm. about each other um for i mean i don't i think you should get information about him i don't think that you should be the Mm -hmm. one forthcoming about your own information um Mm -hmm. you can send pictures if you want like sure of like parts of your body if you're not already doing that but like getting more info and then yeah seeing from there i think that's a good way that you're not like wearing your heart on your sleeve telling him hey i have feelings for you but it's a, a good indication if he's <sighs> sees this as something potentially mm-hmm. more in yeah. the same way that you do. Yeah. I think that's a good call. Good job on us. Yeah. We solved it. We did. <laughs> Case you're, closed. You're welcome. You're cured. Wow. Ugh, I really want to know what happens. And also would love to. I'm just going to have to like look up like what like a. Yeah. Like an online. online yeah. Is. I tried to do like a quick search and it was more just like. But I think you're right. There's like the financial dominance, like all of that sort of stuff. Yeah, I'm super involved in that. Like I love hearing about that kind of shit. I had a guy that recently I was like fin doming and I didn't even realize that I was fin doming. Financially dominating them. Yeah. So like he would be like, I'll pay you for pictures of your feet. And I was like, you were paying him for pictures. Oh God, no, no, no. no, no. I've got bills and things. Yeah. And I was like feeling bad because this guy I don't think has a lot of money but he was giving me mm-hmm. a lot of his paycheck and I was like oh I really shouldn't and I would be like are you sure and then I went on and did a podcast with a woman who is a professional dominatrix and she was like no if you empathize with him it takes the sexiness out yeah. of him mm-hmm. you'd be like I don't give a fuck if you didn't get your paycheck yet like you fucking find a way and I was like oh oh I have to be rude yeah. okay got it I just don't <laughs> know that I'm like made out for that kind yeah. of I just feel too bad man I'm like I'll be okay don't don't go into financial dire straits because of my feet <laughs> like I need to go get a pedicure today that's what I'm gonna do after I leave here I've always wanted we've always wanted to get into like selling feet pics yeah I you think. could in a heart. What do you mean? Have you seen her feet? I can't <laughs> mind. Like, they're disgusting. No, I've got. I've got. It would be like there would be a niche for people who'd be into it. But <laughs> You're, are you not on Wiki feet? No, I am. I've got a pretty okay rating. I have really big feet and I have really long toes. And in my mind, the only thing people are gonna add, like, like if pick I did feet pick, there be no. It's gonna be like. I need like put a dick between your toes. Like I think it's gonna be. No, that. I think you could easily make 150 bucks a pop for just picking things up with your toes. I can do that, dude. And they're it's very not long. They're basically fingers. It, they're finger toes. <laughs> I have a boyfriend with finger toes, and I always put my hand in them like we're holding hands. <laughs> and I'll take a picture, and it's so gross. But that's me. You could ease, and it's not like sexy, right? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I love attention. That you could easily. Just get like your Amazon bills paid from wow. Mm. You are enticing. You knew my because you spoke my, language. my weakness is my Amazon wish list. Oh. Uh, okay, do we have one more? Yeah. Hey Megan and Melissa and guest, I'm calling because I got some rather shitty medical news today. Um, I got called while at work, which was fucking fantastic that I had an irregular pap smear. And um, so they ran some tests. I'm not a fucking doctor. I don't know what tests those were, but 
my irregular pap smear turned out to lead to the discovery that I am HPV positive. Side note, I had originally thought she said HIV positive, so that was really just not great. But, yeah. So, yes, I'm HPV positive, and from what I was told, there are hundreds of different strands of HPV. And luckily, I do not happen to have the few strands that are directly linked to um, a very high increase of the potential to get cervical cancer. So at least there's that small silver lining. However, it's I just don't know a lot about HPV. I believe me, I've been doing research all day long and everything else like that. And I know you guys aren't doctors. That's not what I'm asking for. I'm not asking for you guys to like diagnose me. I'm already in high school right now is fucked, kind of. But I'm just trying to like deal with it all. I'm not really sure how to deal with it. It just feels like a lot. And I feel like I'm making it out to be a much larger issue than it really is. Um, like I talked to my boyfriend about it. I talked to my mom about it. But it's just I feel kind of alone in it because obviously my boyfriend doesn't have a fucking cervix. And for my mom, it's like, I don't know, my mom's kind of terrible at giving advice, which kind of sucks. But I was never vaccinated also. As a child, um, I talked to my mom about that today. It, I never finished, like, the series of shots, I guess. I don't know. We kind of had an argument about it, which sucked. But anyway, I don't know. I'm just, I guess I'm asking for advice on how to kind of deal with it and maybe hopefully somebody else out there gets some kind of gain from hearing your guys' advice for my story. So thanks so much. Love your podcast. You like always listening to it. Yeah, seriously, love it. Okay, bye. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It sucks. Um, But A, you are so right in the sense that this is not, it could be a lot worse. My mm-hmm. mom had HPV and she ended up getting cervical cancer and mm. she's okay. So it's also not a death sentence, even if you did have mm-hmm. the strains that do lead to cancer. Um, Modern medicine is amazing and yeah. great. There's something that like, I again I'm not I, I'm only familiar with HPV in like the cancerous yeah, sense. Like yeah. I don't really know much about I think it's, it's like it's genital c- warts, right? You can like it can do cancer or it can be genital warts or you can just have like Nothing. no signs. So yeah. she probably doesn't have signs. Right. And know. so um it goes like it usually just goes away. Mm-hmm. It's the most common mm-hmm. S T D pretty yeah. much everybody has had it at some right. point or another. And it and it'll generally go away. Also your boyfriend probably has it too. Yeah. yeah. And um, he could have given it to you. He, he probably did give it to her. Because men yeah. don't, they're not, they, they, they don't, don't have yeah. immunizations. Yeah, they don't yeah. have the immunization. So um, he should get tested as well. Mm-hmm. It's really, I don't want to like minimize your feelings because you definitely need to feel that like grief or loss or whatever you, you're feeling about the diagnosis. But it really is not a huge deal. Yeah. And I know that that's like, I'm not trying to be flippant about it and mm-hmm. like don't don't care about it and just like fuck whoever you want and like you and your boyfriend shouldn't use protection or whatever. But there I interviewed a herpes specialist on my podcast who said something that I'll never forget. She said, It is so much harder to find a good person than it is to find someone that doesn't have something like yeah. an STD or herpes or or HPV in this situation. 
And it really is just about management at this point. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the biggest pain in the ass. It's it's not going to be the emotional tear. And, you know, the more educated you do get about it, like I've dated people that have uh, type 1 and type 2 herpes and have had, I five years ago would have been like, oh my God, never. 10 years ago, actually, it was when I dated this person. Anyways, I would have been like, oh my God, never. It's like a death sentence. I would never sleep with someone with herpes. But the the way they educated me about it, and I was like, oh my God, what are the real statistics about like uh, transmission and shedding and what preventative measures can we take? And the more they explained it to me, the safer I felt because really there's no one going around talking about this kind of stuff. Like we barely have opened the door with talking about stds before sleeping with people i mean Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. oh that's a whole nother conversation but the more you are educated about it the more power you're gonna feel and have about it because right now it probably just seems really scary because you don't know anything about it and yeah Mm -hmm. being told you have something and having no clue what it is Mm -hmm. can be really terrifying but i think the more you you learn about it you're going to realize that it's just going to be like annoying yeah Yeah. it's just going to be maintenance and and it'll probably go away right so i would say instead of looking on the internet talk to your doctor more about Mm -hmm. it yeah and uh-huh. doctors have like YouTube tutorials now. Mm-hmm. Like my gyno has a fucking tutorial for everything. Wow. Like her name is uh uh I forget her her Z- Yaz Zaz Varky Varky's her last name. Just look up Doctor Varky, and she has so much that you can watch a little tutorials about. Like here are the real facts. Here's what's oh, cool. fiction, and yeah, I yeah. like that. Like don't go down a weird Reddit thread mm-hmm. rabbit hole. And I think there should be I I it, it's a double-edged sword in the sense that i think like you probably feel like really thrown for a loop that you had no idea Mm -hmm. and it just feels like this diagnosis or whatever but also that's a think about the fact that you've lived this long and had no idea like you haven't been suffering any or from what you does it doesn't sound like you've known that something was up or you're dealing with all of these symptoms just because you have a diagnosis doesn't also mean that that's going to change how you feel on a Mm day-to-day basis like if you didn't know before I get that it's so scary to think that you could be walking around and then have no idea that there's some something that's up but also that now that you know that it's up you didn't have to find out because you were in terrible pain Mm -hmm. or something was going on Mm -hmm. like you found out in a way that's like you're able to approach like how you're going to go about this from a way that's that you you might not it doesn't sound like you're necessarily experiencing like terrible symptoms right Mm -hmm. now and even if you are it's I've I've got a friend who just got diagnosed with uh, an autoimmune disease Mm -hmm. and I I told her I told her I was like I'm sorry is it weird that I'm really happy for you Mm -hmm. and she was like no I am so fucking happy Mm -hmm. that like I can now like even that even just knowing that I have something and I'm not crazy Mm -hmm. like there is like there is like power in that knowledge um and it's like again like like there's so many men have it like it is it's i think it's the most common std it is and it's like without a doubt like everybody goes through all that and like i understand your anger to your mom about the vaccination i will say (laughs) the vaccinations were insane for that because Mm -hmm. i was again my mom had it when i was in I mean, she had HP before, but she got cervical cancer when I was in fifth grade. So I was young. Mm, So I ended up getting all of my like shots super early, got all of that stuff. But it's like you have to get one shot, then you have to wait like seven Mm -hmm. months and then three months, then like two weeks. And Mm -hmm. it's this whole long thing. And 
doctors still really, unless you have a personal experience with it, doctors aren't up on your ass Mm -hmm. to get it done immediately. And you're also not really thinking about your like 10 year old, 13 year old kid in regards to STDs. You're Mm -hmm. thinking like, oh, I don't want them to get the measles. I don't Mm -hmm. want them to get like all of these other like polio, these things. (laughs) Like it's, I wouldn't, I understand that like, I think it's valid how you feel regardless. And I get that like, there's some sort of anger that you feel like it could have been prevented, but just know that like, it's so like you talking about on the podcast and saying that you want other people to hear this. Like that's the great, great work that mm-hmm. should be done because it isn't really treated in the same way. It's not, the, it's that vaccine is not treated in the same way. Like you can go to school without being vaccinated mm-hmm. for that. And I think like I get chronic yeast infections. Mm-hmm. So like literally six to 10 times a year, I am out of service and I had a really hard time going back to having regular sex or being intimate with anyone Cause I just felt like gross. I yeah. kept being like, my pussy's turned against me. Like it stinks. It's got fucking cheese coming out of it. Yeah. Like I was just like, yeah. I was just so grossed out by my yeah. own body for a while. And I think like if you're feeling any of that kind of shame, the best thing you can do is again, like not only talk to your doctor to try and normalize it and, and get in conversations where it is more common, but like, Ugh, just being kind to your body mm-hmm. and doing some fucking dumbass mantras mm-hmm. and like really uh some body work and some and mindful meditation and like all this woo woo foo foo LA shit really is important because right now like I try and think of like my pussy having a personality and it's scared. Like mm-hmm. it's also like what the like, fuck? Why are you mad at me? Yeah. I'm just doing the best that yeah. I can. And I literally talk to it like it's yeah. a person or like a pet <laughs> or something, just being like I'm not mad at you. Like, we've got this together. We're going to figure this out. Mm-hmm. I'm strong for you and you can be strong for me when yeah. I'm not because it's really easy to also then shame yourself. Like, how did I do this? How did I get this? Why is this my fault? Like, should I have done this, this, that, the other mm-hmm. vaccinations, the condoms, whatever? The truth is, is like, everyone's going to get a fucking STD yeah. at some point in their yeah. life. And it's just about how you manage it. And so freak out now. Give yourself time to freak out. And then it's time to go into like, mm-hmm management mode and I think also a good thing as well as talking to your doctor and also still again not just like google web MDing all of this mm-hmm. stuff go on to like specific reddit threads of people with this specific strain of HPV mm-hmm. so you're not looking at because that's the whole thing it's like HPV when when you look it up it's really just going to talk about the cancerous aspects mm-hmm. of it look up like forums of people who are also dealing with the exact same thing as mm-hmm. you who it's not the cancerous fear in there it's just that aspect of it mm-hmm. because you're allowed to feel how you feel. And if you feel silenced by the fact that you're not allowed to complain unless it's the cancerous one, like there is information and like other people who struggle and deal with that stuff too. Um, And yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's no, it's not your fault. It's nobody like else's fault. Like it's just a thing that happens. And the thing that sucks with HPV, unlike a lot of these other uh, STDs is there is a link to something that's much scarier and greater. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end of the day, like, if you think about it in the sense that like it's like mono or strep mm-hmm. throat, like someone you caught it early. It's yeah. Good. Someone could have given it to you, like someone yeah. who had no idea like that they gave it to you. Like it's not about like your cleanliness You're or like your, or yeah. your judgment call on mm-hmm. somebody. It's like it's like the it's like the dormant thing that mm-hmm. nobody and like like you, you didn't even know that you had. So mm-hmm. I think getting your boyfriend like tested for it, talking to your doctor about like what you can do or mm-hmm. what you should do and like educating yourself because I think like again like we said not to minimize your feelings but I think the more that you can like learn mm-hmm. and know uh about it I think like it probably fucking sucks right now mm-hmm. 
if you give it a couple weeks, a couple months, it's just going to be, again, like you mm-hmm. said, just an annoying thing that sometimes you have to deal with. Sometimes needs a little extra mm-hmm. maintenance. Yeah. Like sometimes, again, everybody has something that they have to deal yes. with. Okay. Is it time for... Don't blame them. Woohoo! <laughs> so this is when uh, you guys call in with your own advice regarding previous episodes. So... So this is from the episode with Nicole Byer. <gasps> Love her. And An so- icon. <laughs> so funny. Hi, Megan and Melissa. Um, so I'm responding to the episode with Nicole Dyer and the girl whose boyfriend had like a spank bank of her and her friends. Um, so it's kind of been in a similar situation. So in college, I had two roommates, um, and one of them ha- had a boyfriend. He used to stay over a lot. Um, and like we all got along and we hung out and stuff, but we just thought it was kind of weird. So they ended up getting into an argument, like, she went through his phone and found a folder of, like, photos of her and our, like, small group of friends. Um, same kind of thing, like, Facebook, Instagram screenshots. Um, and it was just really weird and, like, unsettling. She asked if, like, he had done anything with them. Um, and he said, no, I don't really believe that. Um, but she also found, like, photos of her that he had taken of her that she didn't know about and, like, strangers in public. So he had, like, some weird-ass type of issues that he was, like, doing that, and it was very weird. Um, so I'm not trying to, like, make this girl, like, paranoid or anything. I do kind of agree with you guys, like, if there's screenshots, it could be, like, a fantasy or whatever, like, no bad intention, but just being on the other side of it and, like, having my photos on, like, this guy's phone is just, like, creepy considering he used to, like, hang out with us and, like, stay over in our building. Um, so, yeah, I would just be wary because, like, boys are dumb and, like, you don't leave evidence like that, like, on your phone where someone could find it and, like, label it. Like, like this guy literally had it labeled, like, blank friends. Like, can you be that stupid? I don't know. Um, so it's just really creepy. And I know this is, like, a super specific, like, weird kind of dude. Um, but I just thought I'd share because it's, like, on the other side of the extreme. Um, so, yeah, I hope this helps. Uh, relationship goes a little bit better. But, yeah, I love the podcast. Bye. Wow. wow. I never yeah. even thought about it from the perspective of, like, a friend whose yeah. photos in there. And then That's being like, true. I don't like that your boyfriend has photos of me without my consent. So that makes a lot of sense. But on Instagram, like, once a week if I can, though. So I feel like I'm kind of asking for it. Well, also, like, but but if you if it was one of your friend's boyfriends, that's so that's because that's the difference. It's not a random dude. No. It's like if you found out that like your friend's boyfriend had a folder of pictures of you, that's so and her weird. and all that stuff. Yeah, I think that that totally. Yeah. I never thought about. I didn't it think it. Yeah, sense. that's why we do this yeah. so everybody mm-hmm. can give the different angles. But also, this guy does sound like fucking Ted Bundy. Yeah, like creepy. And like as much as you were like, what kind of guy like labels and leaves it? Like, yes, men are. Stupid, I was like, yeah, I feel like I know They're some. So stupid. I, I mean, have folders called. This boobs. is the second person that's called in. There's probably somebody else that has the same thing. So yeah. it's problems are not unique. Yeah. yeah. No. Mm, but it's a good point. Gosh. Yeah. I think. I think also like it's 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 a. I mean, yeah, I could never. I, I, I wouldn't be good dating a guy who had pictures of, like, my friends. I'm too jealous for that. Okay. Well, that's it for this episode. Yay! Oh, my God. Kelsey, thank you much for being on. So Plug your shit. Just follow me on all the things, Kelsey Dara, and then come over to Confidently Pod, which you still haven't come on yet. Oh, my God. I'll come. Which one of these three people do I talk to to make you come on it? Um, 
nobody Nobody. okay great (laughs) i'll figure it out you could talk to me but i would have to cc someone so i won't forget there you go perfect we'll do that that's a good call um and where do people get feet pics slide into your dms oh my god please slide into my dms and pay me for pictures yeah i'm going to get a pedicure literally right now slide into all of our dms because i'm i'm for this podcast i'm i'm enticed by all of this there you go um, if you guys want to be on an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Um, what else? Follow us on Instagram. Don't blow meme pod. Don't blow me. Don't blow meme pod. Follow our socials will be listed down below. Get my presets. Hashtag Megan Rings presets. Fuck yeah. Um, and that's it, right? That's it. Okay. See you guys Bye. next time. Goodbye. <laughs>